Hi, and welcome to the Joy of Being podcast. My name is Harriet Fagerholm, and I'm your guide on the journey towards self-love. Today's topic is joy of being in relationships. Ah, relationships. I bet every one of us have had all kinds of experiences stretching from the very, very positive to the very, very challenging and even negative. All kinds of experiences that has affected us in so many ways in relationships. Relationships. That is the salt, that is the sugar, that is everything life needs in order for us to learn. That's the playing arena, that's the learning arena, that's the evolvement, that's the evolutionary arena. Because in a bigger scale, if you look at the world today, we need to look at the way we are dealing with each other, the way we are collaborating, the way we are present in relationships, and who are invited into the global arena, for example. What kind of relationships do we have where the power is? And what kind of relationships are completely left out? So who is invited? And who are playing together? Who are negotiating? Who are sharing? These are very, very fundamental questions. And taking it from the microcosmos up to the macrocosmos, we can also evaluate ourselves in relation to our relationships. What, are, what is the quality in our own relationships? How broadly are we open to establish new relationships? Or are we choosing to just be with people thinking and believing in the same way as we are doing? And what does that do to us if we are only spending time with people in relationships that are not really challenging us to expand our horizons, to expand our consciousness and our, and our awareness? So therefore, one of the advice I have given my children is to be really aware of the company they are in because that company, those relationships that you are spending a lot of time with, they are forming you the most. They are really affecting you on a very, very deep level. And nowadays we even know by research that negative and bad relationships can even be damaging for your health. So it's not an issue to take lightly the relationships. And of course, the relationship is also about you in the relationship, because in a relationship, there are always two parties. A relationship consists of two. And the relationship is not about you or the other. It's about the field between. So how can we open up to the relational field between you and me? And what is possible in that relational field? What kind of feelings are there? What kind of, uh, of thoughts, beliefs? So, for example, if I have a very, very ready conception idea of you, what kind of person you are, I believe firmly that you will always be like this and you believe and think like this and you want this and you don't want this and you like this and you don't like this. Okay, if I have lived my life 
many years with somebody, I start to learn about that person, what the person likes or not. But the danger is that I start to believe certain things about the person, which means that I start to block the field between us, because I start to create certain beliefs about what is possible between us and what is not. And especially if I project my own feelings onto the other, if I'm not aware of the self-awareness needed to understand what is going on inside of me, what are my thoughts, my feelings and my needs, and what am I bringing into the field, then this field will be a mess and your relationship will be a mess too. So therefore, the self-awareness part and the, the responsibility for, for this self-awareness that I'm willing to take a step back to evaluate what am I bringing in to this field and what do I receive from this field. So this relational field is all about uh, giving and receiving. We are in a constant flow of giving and receiving in a relationship. And you probably have noticed that if a relationship starts to become in a way one-sided, that it is always one person giving. And you, let's say that you, are, you feel that you are the one always giving into that relationship something. And you start to feel that, hey, uh, I don't really receive. So then the relationship starts to become unbalanced. And then it might be a good thing to stop and listen in that why am I giving so much? Is there an unconscious need from my side that I'm not aware of? Do I expect something in return? Because then maybe my giving is not unconditional. Because as soon as you put a lot of expectations into that relational field, it will be distorted. Because it's not necessary. Necessarily so that the other person will receive your expectations. Understand what you are expecting. If you are not able or willing to articulate your clear needs. So needs that you have not been able to articulate can turn into expectations, like a vague expectations. And then you start to feel that, hey, I am the one just giving and giving and giving, but what is the other party bringing in? And yes, maybe you have spoiled the other party in the relationship, because it's nice to receive a lot, and it's nice also to remain in a position of not really fully taking responsibility for what you are bringing into the relationship. So it might be that you need to wake that person up a little bit. Hey, what is going on here between us? Uh, I feel like this. And have you noticed something? Uh, do you feel good about our relationship? And of course, this is a skill that we are not usually, uh, rarely, taught in our childhood families and, and schools. So how, how deeply are we able to communicate our thoughts, feelings and needs in a relationship? And joy of being, how is this related to the relational field? Well, when there is space and when there is clear communication and clear thoughts and clear expressions of needs, 
then there is more space for the joy to flow. Because there are not many uh, distortions bringing all kinds of, of doubts or, or unclarity to the relationship. You know what the relationship is about. You know what the other... Uh, you, can, you can read because you are listening to the other. So you understand what is going on. And you understand what is happening in the relationship. You don't have to, to doubt yourself or doubt the other. And then also the content in your relationship can expand and grow. And when you feel that the relationship is kind of bringing you content that, that brings you a lot of joy, then uh, there is joy of being from both parts. And it's also about that you accept each other fully as, as, as you are. And you are not evaluating all the time that are you doing this or this right or, or what are the results. Maybe the relationship sometimes can only, you know, be a shared moment of, of joy, a shared moment of wondering that, oh, we have shared our life path together during so many years. And it has brought so many experiences, all kinds of experiences. And our relationship is still alive because we both bring ourselves into it and we are choosing to share from our hearts, from our true beings. And we have chosen all the time to commit to that relationship. So there are very important relationships in your life. The ones that you are really committed to. And those are special. <laughs>